0: What's up, whole world? Welcome to Storytime with Cedric, episode number 69. And on tonight's episode, I have a special guest. A friend of mine is stopping by. She recently resigned from her nine to five to uh, follow her heart and do something totally different. And she's agreed to stop by and share her story with all of us. So please come back after these messages and listen to this extraordinary young lady tell this extraordinary story. I know you're going to enjoy it. And I hope that we all can learn something from it. All right. I'll see you in a minute. What's up, whole world? Welcome to Storytime with Cedric. Episode number 69. And tonight, this episode is going to be a really good episode. I can feel it. I got a special guest. I know you're gonna enjoy her. Ladies and gentlemen, I would say put your hands together, but I don't want you to wreck your car while you're trying to drive. But in the house tonight, I got a good friend of mine. Her name is Miss Berta Samuel. Berta, tell the people who you are.
1: Hey, Cedric. Uh, Like you said, this is Berta Samuel. Um, I'm a health and life coach. And I recently uh, made the transition from a full-time job to this profession, so it's it's a new thing, so I'm excited to put it out there.
0: Now I have a question for you, because you did something that to me was very brave. Um, a lot of people talk about doing it, a lot of celebrities tell you to do it, but you actually did it. Me and Bertie used to work together. <laughs> Bertie made about $217,000 a year. <laughs> I wish. And she, she actually, stop working full time to prefer a dream of hers and i think that's very commendable i think it's very brave that you do it so many people like you know celebrities all say you know just just stop what you're doing and just jump out there and follow your dream what's stopping you and you're like a uh, mortgage for one i gotta pay my mortgage. <laughs> but where where does that bravery come from like what gave you the nerve to go well not the nerve but just the, the bravery and the gust to go you know what this is important to me and we're gonna to get to what exactly a health coach is in just a minute, but what made you feel like I'm brave enough to do this, I'm gonna jump off and take this leap and whatever happens I deal with. What what gave you the bravery to do that?
1: Yeah, so I think it was a couple of things and we'll probably get more into it, like you said, in a little bit, but um, I think it was, uh, I, I've been doing a lot of mindset work, a lot of inner work and Then since I just transitioned to being a health and life coach, I wanted to, um, commit all my time to it because I could technically just, um, dabble in it, you know, a couple hours here, a couple hours there, but, um, I knew I wasn't going to be able to build everything that I needed to, to, um, set the foundation for my business as I see it moving forward and helping others, um, in the capacity that i can as a health and life coach
0: so let's talk about the word health and life coach right now what is what exactly is a health and life coach what exactly is it that you do
1: right so we basically help people uh, reach their goals so if um, somebody's trying to lose weight or somebody's trying to Um, get a certain physique Um, we can do that we can also help people with careers like if they're trying to do a career change or if they're trying to figure out what their career is we can help them uh, from a life coach perspective but basically it's um, helping people reach their goals Um, for some reason there's something that's holding them back and we talk to them try and figure out okay what what it what is it that that's holding them back and once we uncover what the issues are then we start helping them move forward to reach their goals
0: okay that sounds very admirable that's awesome i've been trying to lose 20 pounds for about 6 months i might need to call you i might need to- <laughs> <laughs> but um do you have like a, um when you say help people is there a specific you know is there a specific type of people that you reach out to do uh is there a certain type of people
1: to reach out to you for for help so right now not yet Um, I'm still working on um, I currently have somebody working on my website Um, but where I put my focus on right now because I have a lot of um, experience and I'm very familiar with it is working mothers with anxiety and so that's basically um, my niche right now
0: okay so when you say mothers with anxiety, you talking about like the baby's giving them anxiety, or just is it other things that are giving them? What what would be an example of a mother with anxiety?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So it could be anything. Um, it could be uh, the anxiety of being a, a a new mother. It can be anxiety from trying to manage uh, the household, take care of the kids, and then also going to work and trying to. Um, Balance the home life uh, situation. Um, and to the pressure that we put on ourselves as mothers, uh, especially now trying to do everything and then make it seem like it's easy because we don't want people to know how much uh, we may be struggling um, either mentally or just you know physically at home. Um, so it can be it can be a lot of different things that causes the anxiety.
0: Okay. So I got a quick question. Like what made you want to reach out to specifically mothers with anxiety? Um, If you don't mind me asking, like, do do you yourself, have you ever been in that position where you felt like you were dealing with anxiety and needed some assistance or, you know, Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. So uh, what ended up happening was in 2019, I had a major anxiety attack And it was a culmination of things that led to that, um, to include putting a lot of pressure on myself uh, to perform like always uh, above standard at work. um, And then also trying to do everything at home. Uh, I'm a single mom. So of course I gotta make sure that my son is taken care of. He's doing the school thing or the daycare thing. Um, And then uh, just some medical things that had come up that it just kind of too much on me and so it was basically I had that moment of you know that straw that broke the camel's back and the anxiety attack uh, literally kept me from sleeping for about a week wow. and then eventually I was out of work for a month because I could not uh, sleep um, I couldn't eat I dropped mm, probably about 20 pounds and. I'm a small person as it is so when I lost all that weight I it really freaked me out because I couldn't eat to put anything back on but I kept seeing myself just get skinnier and skinnier Um, and so it basically the reason I chose to work uh, with the working mothers uh, who are struggling with anxieties because I was one and I had to find my way out of that Um, and I wanted to go away from uh, just having medication as a solution because I had a lot of bad experiences with the different medications they were trying to put me on. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was very tough and I felt like I was going through all of it alone. And to go through that alone, especially when you're trying to take care of a kid and you know figure out how you're going to pay the bills, it's a scary thing. And so to have somebody there that can coach you through that and show you that there is a path out you just need to have the resources and the tools to get you out of there and at that time i had nothing and so it was um about a year and a half journey to you know start figuring out all the tools that are available but they're just not as mainstream as other things such as medication immediately put you on medication um So yeah, so finding more natural ways, natural methods to uh, resolve the anxiety. And then, um, so I decided to turn it around once I found my way out of it to help other mothers do the same thing.
0: You know what, I hate to hear that you went through that. But the silver lining in that is it also turned out to be a blessing in disguise.
1: Oh, most definitely, yes. I
0: say that because there's going to be some, you know, somebody that was in your shoes not too long ago or somebody that was in your shoes. What I'm trying to say is it going to be somebody that is in your shoes now, the shoes you were in not long ago. And because you dealt with it personally, um, it'll make it, I don't want to say easier, but I think you'll understand that person a little bit better versus somebody that's never went through it. So when right. that person is feeling overwhelmed, reaches out to you, I feel like this, I feel like this, I feel like this, I'm going through this. When they talk to you, you can go, I know, I know, because I dealt with it too. And this is it. So I think that um the whole experience, as bad as it was, as horrible as it was, I'm glad that you've seen your way through it and you came out of it okay. And you're taking that and turning it around to help other people. I mean you notice, I mean you like, you notice you didn't have help. And you said to yourself, OK, I'm going to take this situation and I'm going to help somebody else so they don't feel like I felt when I was going through it. So they ain't going to walk through it alone. That's very admirable. That's awesome. And I'm proud of you for doing that. Bertha, that's
1: awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> that's good stuff, man. So anxiety, mm-hmm. is that similar to PTSD? Would you consider that the same or would you consider that different?
1: So I would consider it a little bit. Well, I would consider it different. So um, you can experience anxiety with or from PTSD, mm-hmm. and this is just me speaking. This is not anything technical. But um, anxiety is is you're always focused. There's there's something in your mind that is trying to guess a future event it's it's trying to prepare your body for a future event and that's what's giving you the anxiety ptsd is something that has happened in the past um so um for you know soldiers for veterans you know they can have ptsd from uh uh, being deployed and being in a a war zone um so that Those what what comes from PTSD is from a past uh, traumatic event, whereas anxiety, it's more focused in the future. Um, But you can have anxiety when you're thinking of, oh, I don't want to have that same feeling like um, if they're nervous about, oh, because I'm not going to sleep tonight or because if I do go to sleep, I'm going to have those bad nightmares. So then anxiety can be um, entangled in there. Um, But that being said, uh, that was something else that I dealt with. uh, Not from a military perspective, um, from me being in the military, but um, I actually had a traumatic delivery with my son, uh, my only son. Um, I had to have an emergency C-section and he came out of the womb not breathing. And then he had to be transferred to a NICU in El Paso. i actually had um, anxiety along with ptsd which also is not good Um, and there are resources there are tools that i was not aware of um, but i did uh, seek out therapy i sought out uh, help because i knew that what i was going through was not it wasn't something that i could or i wanted to do alone uh, for that part so what we did was uh, something called EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing and we did it specific to that event so um, I think that helped out a lot because it was able we were able to talk through the situation of everything I remembered with the traumatic delivery and um, we were able to reprocess those thoughts and now when I talk about that Uh, situation, um, it doesn't affect me um, as much or at all uh, from when I used to talk about it because when I used to talk about it, I would kind of just flood works and it just did not make me comfortable to talk about it at all. Of course. So yeah, so you can have anxiety along with PTSD, but some differences, um, I would still say that there are still resources and tools that Um, either a therapist or a coach would have for people suffering from PTSD.
0: Okay, And you said you were a veteran, right? You are a veteran, correct?
1: Yes. Eleven years in, um, I had five years enlisted in the Army Reserve and six years National Guard as an officer. And, uh, yeah. Damn you! No, so I got out as a first lieutenant, but um, yeah.
0: Okay. So I just wanted to bring that attention that you were a veteran. So I have a quick question. Let's say um, I am a young woman and I'm, I find myself in a situation where I'm just feeling overwhelmed. Sure. I feel like I need some help. What are some things that I can do? What are some, who are some people I can reach out to? What steps do I need to take to to get help, so to speak?
1: Right, and so it, de- it depends on what they're comfortable with. Um, and it depends on how much they're currently suffering. I mean, if they are like in bad shape immediately, I would definitely seek out. Um, um, I would also go to your primary physician just to kind of let them know what's going on. Um, but then there are people um, like myself who are coaches who can help them. And it's, it's more, I would say it's more personable um, because you can have that one-to-one interaction like therapy Um, we are not therapists but um, we are there to support them on a daily basis so if they want to shoot uh shoot me a a facebook you know instant message they can with therapists you don't really do that you see them once you know once a week or however many times you schedule yourself with them Um, and then, you know, once you leave the office, you really don't have that communication. As far as I know, um, maybe there are some therapists that do that. I'm not sure, but, um, but I would definitely seek out whatever help you can get. Um, but definitely coaching is starting to come around uh, a little bit more, you know, in like the news and, and some on some of the, uh, feeds. Um, so you can kind of look up different people. You can look up, um, uh, coaches for like almost anything but to get back to your question um, I would definitely say uh, looking up natural methods so while you're trying to find that therapist that's the right fit for you um, I would I I stress that because um, you can find a therapist that's not a good fit for you and you can feel it like they're not really paying attention to what you're saying. You don't have that um, comfort level with them. So if something's not right, I would I always recommend for somebody to find another therapist because you have to have that uh, comfort level and make sure that they're actually looking out for your best interests. I agree.
0: Um, I, agree. Um, I had a situation once where I went to see a therapist and it was one of the things where I really... I really didn't want to do it. Right. Um, I was, you know, I don't want to say coerced, but it was like, you know, you might want to. All right. All right. I'll do it. Right. People off my back. And I remember I went to this therapist in El Paso. So I won't put the company out there, but I went to this therapist and I'm, I'm an inner person. I keep a lot of stuff. It takes a lot for me to share with somebody, I, especially if I don't know that person. But I said, okay, I'm, you know, I'm gonna do it. When in Rome, I'm gonna go in and go hard. I'm gonna go all the way out. So I go in here and I sit on the couch, and the therapist comes in, and I swear, I saw this fool look at the clock about ten times. Like as I was talking to him, we didn't have eye contact. I just mm. seen him looking at the clock the whole time. Yeah. It really turned me off to like yes. laugh. I was like, I knew immediately I wasn't going back. I knew immediately nothing was fixed and nothing was heard. So. Right. I'm a bad therapist, it can turn you off to you know going that route. It really can. it can.
1: Yes. Yeah. But I would definitely say um, not all therapists are gonna treat you that way. And definitely, you know, you just it's kind of like when you go get your haircut, right? You find that one person that knows you that gets you, okay. and will you know get it done. Um, so unfortunately. Um, it's more sensitive situations, but you have to find somebody that's a good fit for you and who will listen to you and help you along the way.
0: I agree 100%. I do. Um, So I got another question for you. I'm going down the list of questions that I have written up for you. Um, So how do you help working mothers and would it work the same for others who suffer from anxiety? Is it just working mothers or can anybody reach out to you that's having these issues?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, anybody could really reach out to me um, that are having uh, anxiety issues. Um, I think I just chose um, that, um, I would say group because I am, you know, very familiar with all of it. So one being a mom one being a mom that's working and then have gone through just all kinds of anxiety, um, you know, to the point where to where it took me out of work. Um, however, I will say that the person has to be willing to learn to basically empty their cup and then fill it up with new things um, because the, the methods that I teach, I'm sure they've heard them uh, before, but if they right off the bat don't want to be open to doing these things, then I won't be able to help them. So they really have to be committed to um, making those uh, those changes that they want to be out of this anxiety and they want to be back to living their best life. Um, so I think that's probably like the only thing that I would say is that it, there's some people that are very comfortable. Being in their discomfort, and if they don't want to leave that that um, feeling, then they won't really be receptive to everything that I'm going to show them. Um, you know, as as far as the steps to take them out of anxiety, and then being able to manage it on their own going forward.
0: So they gotta let their guard down a little bit. They gotta be able to let you in a little bit. And I think- yeah,
1: yeah, I wouldn't say. Uh, let their guard down but be willing to learn and right. then move forward with with what they're learning well i think
0: and i said this earlier i think because you are a person who at one time walked in their shoes it, it might be a little easier for them to relate to you you know what i'm saying and yes. i think like when i when i talked to that um when i talked to that therapist in el paso I was talking about, you know, army stuff and veteran stuff. And this person I was talking to was clearly not that. So I, don't, I think right. for, maybe if I'd have been talking to somebody that was, you know, in the infantry or deployed once or twice, then maybe we could have connected. But because that person wasn't, then we didn't connect. I think because, you know, you are a mom, you are a working mom, and you had these issues and you dealt with them, somebody that's in that same situation, they're going to listen to you more versus somebody who some 19 year old who you know what i'm saying who just graduated from community college is trying to talk to him. so i think right. you've been in those shoes before when you talk to somebody that comes to you for that guidance that comes to you for that information um i think you have a really good chance of getting them to open up to you a little bit more because you've been in their shoes and i think that's awesome
1: yeah yeah i can definitely speak to what they're feeling right that the, the- Um, it's like uh, I'm able to speak their language pretty much which is you know is your heart racing because you're having these negative recurring thoughts are you not able to sleep are you um, you know constantly worried are you not wanting to go out and be social anymore and I can basically uh, list off everything that I was going through and they know that um, you know I've been there and they can see that I've moved past that, so there is a way out of this.
0: Well, I am glad that you've come out seen the <laughs> light and things are better. I'm very happy to hear that. I had no idea that you was going through this, and I'm so happy to hear that you're doing so much better.
1: Um, it's funny that you say that. Um, I had no idea because what happens, uh, especially with people who are suffering, is to themselves. And that's exactly what I did during that time. Like I, when I was out of work a month, um, anybody, um, nobody really reached out. They knew something medically was going on. They really reached out and, um, you kind of self because you feel, uh, or And I'll say that I felt ashamed. You know, I felt like a very weak person because I was the one that was dealing with this and nobody else deals with this, you know, because you see everybody else at work and you see them walking around. And and so you think the perception is is that nobody else deals with this. But once I started to open up to other people to include men, Uh they started telling me their stories of anxiety. And I was like, that's so interesting because I thought literally that I was the only person that was going through that especially where we you know where we worked but um, just in general like you see people you don't know you know what they're feeling or what they're going through until you start actually talking to people and saying this is what's happening and then all of a sudden you get people to open up and say yes I went through that too or yes I'm currently going through that and this is what I'm doing And then that's where you can throw ideas back and forth on what works, what doesn't work, what they're willing to try, you know, to to try and get out of that. So, yeah, um, I another reason why I'm wanting to do um, interviews is to make it more of a conversation versus something to be ashamed of and, and keep it inside, because there's so many people that are going through this. That once you start talking about it, you're gonna start hearing more stories about it.
0: Well, I think a lot of people deal with. It's very real. It's very real. But yeah, you know, when you at work, you gotta wear that face. You gotta wear that that work face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that when you talk to somebody and you you know you realize that maybe somebody's going through the same thing as you, that starts the healing process. You know what I'm saying? You can talk to somebody. You can open up a little bit let ideas in and then work on getting yourself better based on, you know, maybe what somebody else tried or what worked for somebody else. So
1: Exactly. It's a good
0: thing. It's, it's a really good thing. I'm really happy that you're doing it. I was so sad when I saw that you were leaving. I really was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You that. Like, you know, where we work at, there's a table um in the hallway and when people are leaving, the plaque goes on the table and then you can sign, and, you know, good luck moving on. And it's usually some people, like, I don't know half the people on that board to be honest with you, but I'm walking to my office <laughs> and I look at the table and I'm like, bird is leaving? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So that one hurt. Oh, that one hurt so bad. Cause you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, at work, a lot of people I, I really like and I'm really cool with. Those are the ones that leave and then the ones I don't like, and the ones I don't want to see, they stay forever. <laughs> Twenty years, I can't stand them. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, so, um, in closing, um, I want to ask you, as we close this down, and I want to thank you for coming and being on my podcast. Um, what would be your final word for the listeners out there?
1: Yeah. So first, I want to thank you for having me on. Um, I greatly appreciate that, um, and then you know, letting me get this message out uh, as far as people who are suffering, uh, not only working mothers but people in general who are suffering uh, from anxiety, um, that there is there are methods to get out of it. So um, if you need help, um, even if it's you know not me and it's specifically therapy or it's specifically your primary care physician. Um, just go out there and get the help because it is not fun dealing with any of this on your own. Um, so I would definitely, even if it's a friend, you know, talking to a friend, um, definitely reach out and get help. Um, and then the other thing is if anybody has any questions, um, they can feel free to reach out to me and, um, I think in your, uh, you can put it in your podcast on the a link at the bottom mm-hmm. um mindset and mental fitness at gmail.com um, or they can just reach out to you to get in touch with me or whatever but um yeah definitely say uh, don't be don't feel ashamed and don't be um, stubborn and keep it all inside uh, because there are people who are out there wanting to help you out of it
0: okay thank you very much that was beautiful and um yeah man send me your info and then i'll put it in the link to push it out there um one thing i want to say to you before we get out of here you are the first person i'm telling this i'm very excited i haven't told a soul okay i haven't told a soul i'm changing the subject 100 degrees okay first of all have you been watching the nfl playoffs as of late i have okay I don't know if you know this or not, but I am a diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan. I was born in, well, I wasn't born in Ohio, but I grew up in Ohio. I've been a Bengals fan for a long time. It's been a rough road. <laughs> <laughs> all, Cincinnati is going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Right? Yep. Guess what I found out today? Are you ready for this?
1: You're yes. going to go watch the game live in person. I'm gonna
0: go watch the game live in motherfucking person, burger.
1: Snap <laughs> congrats! <laughs> so, my wife you'll have to like, wave, you'll have to put up a sign to all your listeners and say, Cedric's right here.
0: <laughs> my wife my wife told me today it was a surprise. Like um, I I would have never done this. Myself, I would have never done it. Um so of course we're watching the AFC championship. And the Bengals win, and I'm jumping up and down, and my wife and I are dancing in the living room, and everybody's happy. And um, she gets her phone, and we see how much the tickets are, and we're like, "Oh, we can't! Hell no, we can't do that." Right. But she went and did it. She just-
1: what?
0: I got off work early today, and I took my wife to Dela Vegas for lunch.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And she, I got something to tell you. It's either gonna make you really happy or really upset. And I was like, "What is it?" She's like, I bought us tickets to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I <I'm like,
1: Nice.
0: laughs> so I'm very happy. But well, we're gonna eat bologna and cheese for the next right,
1: <laughs> PB and J. <drain.
0: laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice.
1: So, I'm looking well, forward to that. Is exciting.
0: Yeah, we flying up there next week, and then, then mm-hmm. we watch the game and everything. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping the Bengals get this win. And. Uh, Who's your pick for the Super
1: Bowl? If you don't mind me asking. Uh... Mm, am, I al- am I allowed to say it? I mean, you just told me that you're like a diehard Cincinnati Bengals no, no, fan. No, be
0: real. Tell me. Tell me. I ain't gonna hate you if you don't want the Bengals to win. I might, uh, post, I might not post this podcast.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> a good choice. Good choice. Great choice. <laughs> that was a close one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, we're looking forward to it. So, my daughter just woke up. She's supposed to be asleep. I thought you were going to go to sleep after you read your story. What happened? You saw a scary shadow? Okay, so I gotta go and beat up the boogeyman in my daughter's closet.
1: Nice. Do it.
0: Berta, Miss Berta Samuel, I wanna thank you so much for your time. And I wanna um, congratulate you on you know, taking that leap of faith, getting out there and trying to help people. I think that's a beautiful thing. It's commendable. Thank you. Good luck moving forward. I already told you, if you need uh, a reference, just send them my way and I got you. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And thanks for coming on the podcast tonight.
1: Thanks for having me. We
0: appreciate it. So anything you want to say on the way out?
1: Um, no, just really uh, appreciative of this uh, this time and and hopefully we can uh, uh, after this goes out, then we can uh, start helping people.
0: That sounds beautiful. Well, that being said, people, thank you guys for coming in and checking us out and listening tonight. I hope you learned something and if you're one of those people that's listening to this podcast and you feel like you're going through it, you feel like nobody understands you, you feel like you got anxiety and the world is closing in on you, talk to somebody, reach out, you know, let somebody in your circle and and try to figure this thing out. And reach out to Berta, and Berta will help you. Most definitely. That being said, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. God bless, and good night.